Welcome to Set the Stage Podcast. Hey, happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm Margaret. And I'm Jordan. And today we have with us Spencer. Hi, Spencer. Oh, hi. <laughs> you look so <laughs> excited. Yeah. The radio, the, radio voice, the radio voice took me off guard for a second. Oh, yeah. That was my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw you get into character and it confused me. <laughs> I did. Is your character not prepared? Uh, always. My character, my feeling deep down is unpreparedness and uh, rushing. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm excited. That's my whole life. Uh, well, uh, welcome. So, yeah, it's great to have you. So I'm Margaret Boffman, she, her, hers, and I am a director, dramaturg, and stage manager of new plays and musicals. I'm Jordan Prince, she, her, hers, and I'm a director, teaching artist, collaborator, working title. And I'm Spencer Batho, he, him, his, and I am a jack-of-all-trades, freelance, theater-ish technician in Chicago. <laughs> Yeah. Jack of all trades. Yeah. I'm I, interested yeah. to come back to theater-ish. Theater-ish. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> First, uh, I guess we'll check in. So I, um, this week, for the millionth time in my life, um, got caught in a huge rainstorm without an umbrella. Um, I... I typically carry a backpack with an umbrella in it, but every time it has rained in the past couple months, it has been a time that I came with just my like little purse and no umbrella because um, I never check the weather. And I got completely drenched and then <laughs> was on the subway and somehow nobody else was wet. And I was just drip, literally dripping wet on the subway. And just everybody was like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Like having a day. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so surprising because you are the most prepared person that I know. It's. Uh, I think that's, people say that and it's a lie. It's <laughs> just a friend. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, your character. Appear, I appear more put together than I actually am. I love it. I don't, I'm not meaning to trick you, but I guess I am. Big old trickster over yeah. here. Yeah. Um, Spencer, why don't you check in? Um, so I have been traveling this week. Uh, I just came in from Chicago on Friday. Let, yes, Friday. I've already forgotten what day it is. Yeah, that's fair. That's the struggle. Yeah. Um, and I've been having a lot of family time, so I'm pretty exhausted mentally. <laughs> yeah, because you're from Long Island. I right? am from Long Island, yes. Right. I'm from Suffolk County. That sounds great. Yeah. That's a place. It's for great. Sure. It's great ish. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'm excited to dig into that. Yeah. Um, my check in is I have recently become obsessed and addicted to TikTok. Um, it was very unexpected. Um, Mark, thank you for this. Um, was like, you should have you seen this video? Look at these ones of Ozzy. And then all of a sudden I down I had the app downloaded. Um, I was spending hours watching it. I got home late at night and uh spent an hour watching videos. What? Why didn't you go to sleep? I should have gone to sleep. That's oh the whole thing. But instead I was up till 3:30. Watching. This is going to make me sound really old, but what the hell is a TikTok? Oh, <laughs> it's like the new Vine, if that means anything to uh -huh. you. I do know Vine. I remember ye old mm -hmm. Vine. Ye old Vine. Ye old yes. Vine. How we miss her. <laughs> R.I.P. Vine. Ye new Vine. Re yes. Ye new Vine. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, just a series of videos that you can just endlessly scroll through, and oh, they are all relevant to things you like. I don't know how they do it. But I do, yeah. It's targeted marketing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The phone is, is listening very, to you yeah, is what's yeah, happening. Yeah. yeah, I always feel attacked yeah. by TikTok. Uh, <laughs> I do think it has just reached... 
people that are 20 plus. Ah. Like it was in the only in the teens yeah. with mm-hmm. the teens yeah. and then now it has just crossed over. Yeah, see now I'm in my 30s so this stuff is just oh, a yeah, mystery. You, it's like, it'll be another six months and then yeah, it'll get And then, then it'll yeah, reach there. that. Okay, yeah. and then my mom will be on it and I want no part of it. Yes, that's, yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> right. Too I am yeah. very nervous for uh, good old Jenny from the block to find TikTok. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, you've told her about it now. So. Yep. Hey, this Jenny, is your uh, fault. Download TikTok, it's great. Um, yeah, that's it. Well, good. Well, we're, um, excited to talk to you a little bit more. So let's start by coming back to theater ish. Theater ish. Um, so yeah, tell us like what you were doing now and then a little bit about like how you got to where you are. Uh, so right now my full-time job is I am the spotlight operator for the aquatic presentation at the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago. You mean like the dolphin show? That is the dolphin show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I am also the sound supervisor for the Oceanarium. The Oceanarium? Yes, the Oceanarium is the arena that oh. yeah, it surrounds the, the main habitat. I'm going to learn they do the so show much in. about aquariums today. I'm so excited. Just the Shed Aquarium. Okay, that's it. Just the Shed. <laughs> that's right. I do not have any bearing on anything else. Okay, great. So now you're doing that, but you were a sound designer. Like that's where you yes. kind of started, for a, right? For a brief flickering moment, I was a sound designer. In Chicago. Uh, yeah. In Chicago. Yes. A sound designer in Chicago. Words, right. words are hard. So I was a sound designer for a hot minute and then uh, it did not pay my bills because I have actually never had a survival job in Chicago since the moment I moved to Chicago. I have been working in theaters or wow. theater adjacent things. Um and I didn't want to get a survival job. So I was trying to sound designer. I did a couple of them, but sometimes it's like four months of work for like two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not gonna pay my rent. <laughs> so yeah. I'd have to take other jobs and then the other jobs would cut into the time I had for sound designing. And then it was a vicious cycle of not being able to do, sustain doing all of those things at one time. So I made a decision to go towards more of just the tech part of it. And mm-hmm. mostly I started, I sold my soul to corporate events for a really long time. So I was doing a lot of corporate events where I was just loading in gear, setting up lights, setting up sound, leaving for the event, coming back and taking it all down again. Right. And it paid fairly well. I, that's what I hear is that corporate yeah. Don't, yeah. They got the money. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> you're going to set the same moving lights up 50 times. Right. But it's, it, it pays. pays. Yeah. yeah. The, absolutely. Did you enjoy it? It was fun. The hours are a little taxing because you would get there at like six in the morning, set the event up and then leave and come back at midnight and tear the event down. So the hours get really exhausting and it really puts a strain on any relationship you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so... It was good to finally find a nine to five job where I could do that full time and not have to worry about leaving my house at midnight. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. How long have you been at the shed? I've been at the shed a little more than a year now. Um, I started August of last year, uh, right after I finished the orchestra that I work with at the summer. Let me start with, I also in the summers work at the Grand Park Music Festival. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I am the TD for the Grand Park Music Festival over the summers. Um, and the company that staffs the uh, crew for the orchestra also staffs the aquatic presentation at the shed. So our boss like just happened to come over to the table one day and was like, does anybody want to work at the shed full time? And I immediately went, yes. 
please. You're like me, yes. Thank yes, you. please send them an email. Yes. <laughs> so now you're doing that. And are you yeah. enjoying your time at the shack? Yeah, no, it's good. It's very nice to have regular hours. Like I go to work at 930. Yeah. <laughs> like 930 to five-ish usually. Mm-hmm. And I'm home before the sun goes down. Yeah. I don't have to leave again. It's great. Yeah. I don't have to sit in a Starbucks for four hours and wait for rich people to finish their cocktails. Well, that yeah. is fair. Yeah. <laughs> How many shows a day do you do? So we do between three and five shows a day, depending on like the attendance of that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you, we're done by 540. Like we don't usually go over 545. Like that is usually bare minimum less unless there's like a special event. Mm-hmm. And then it's a little bit later, but mm-hmm. it's really not bad. Yeah. And you're on payroll there? or uh, I get a day rate there. Oh, day rate. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. It's super chill. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And do you have, um, are you friends with your coworkers? I am. Yeah. There's about nine of us that are in rotation for the various spots in the area because there's two spotlights, one camera, one video switcher, and a stage manager. Oh, okay. So it's like a full crew of people. Yeah. And it's just the same people working every day and like rotating rotates, but yes. Yeah. Usually. And do you do the same spot every day or do you, we try to rotate back and forth between the two spotlights. Cause I mean, they're very similar tracks, but it's nice to have a little bit of variety. Yeah. Mix it up a little bit. Yeah. What, um, is the best part about lighting animals versus humans? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, it is definitely something different every show. So it's not usually the same show. And it's, we almost can classify it as playing whack-a-mole with light because you have to follow where the animals are going and follow the behaviors and know what every hand signal means. So you know where they're, mm. what behavior they're doing to know where they're going. And so it's, it's a fun, it's almost like a video game, but you're actually doing a show. <laughs> yeah, with like people watching. With people watching. <laughs> so you know all the hand signals? Does that mean that you For the most part, I can tell maybe... most of the hand signals. Are you a dolphin trainer now? I am not. <laughs> Are you planning on being a dolphin trainer? No. Because no, 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 no. that would be that my is... dream for you. <laughs> that, is, that is far too much work. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and that. way out of my expertise. <laughs> yeah. So now that you've been working at the shed for a little over a year, do you miss sound designing? Um, I miss it a little bit. I miss the variety a little bit, but in the grand scheme of things, like my goal, like my dream job was to get on a show and just run that show for like to be on run crew for a show. Like if I could move to Vegas and get a job at Cirque and run a show, just like run Ka in perpetuity, I would do it. Yeah. Great. So this is kind of like a smaller version of that. And it's, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I do miss the variety of being able to like talk about the shows that we're doing. Cause like I recently went out to dinner with another sound designer or like went out to a bar with another sound designer for his birthday. And like all these theater people came and they were talking about what shows they're doing and like how tech is awful. And I was like, I do the same show. You're like the dolphin five times a day. (laughs) (laughs) So are you looking at this job as like a stepping stone towards that greater dream? Like, are you still wanting to go out to Las Vegas? Is that still like a dream of yours? I mean, 
I kind of like living in Chicago. I like being in that area. So it's it's kind of hard to leave it at this point. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd want to like uproot everything and just go to Vegas or something like that. And I also uh, don't have a driver's license. So it's really hard. You don't have a driver's license? <laughs> I do not license? have a driver's license. I am 31 years old and I do not have a driver's license. Okay, well. <laughs> well, all right. Fun fact. When you get back to Chicago, you could meet up with Abby O'Donnell, who is currently learning how to drive. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and you two could do, do adult do driving. <laughs> In Chicago. <laughs> so you grew up in uh, on Long Island. I did. And yes. um, so what made you push towards Chicago over New York? Um, so I had a long and winding road in my college career. I originally wanted to be a teacher, and then that was a terrible decision because I am an awful person to be around children. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then so I failed out of that college twice. Um then came home and then kind of fell into the theater department at my community college. I like followed some friends and ended up just like doing it. And then um, once I finally graduated from community college, which took uh, too long, uh, I was looking at a different school to go to. And it was, I was looking into them and I wanted to go into sound design. And I, the two colleges that I landed on were DePaul and they were North Carolina school of the arts. Mm -hmm. And I like gone, I got into both and I like went and saw both and I saw Winston Salem and then immediately took the offer at DePaul. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense to me. (laughs) Was there Um, anything in like particular about DePaul that you, I liked DePaul because the program focused more on the artistic side, and that's what I wanted to learn. Okay. Winston-Salem focused, uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina School of the Arts (laughs) focused (laughs) uh, mostly on, like, the tech side, and that's totally cool. Like, they had, like, a bunch of people, like, all the people that I talked to there are, like, now working at Disney World and work at Cirque, and, like, they all work on the back end of that. And, like, that's totally cool if that's what you want to do, but I wanted to learn the artistic side because I wanted to be a goddamn artist. Yeah. Goddamn artist. <laughs> See how well Trademark, that worked yeah. out. <laughs> There's still time. You yeah, have plenty yeah, of time to fine. make all the art you All want. the art. Yes. <laughs> so you took the offer at DePaul. Yes. And then you went to DePaul for, went to sound DePaul for sound design. Right. Yes. And uh, and then you graduated. I and did. then you did all the and shows. Then I didn't and do the sound design. Yes. Then I didn't do sound design again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I did two shows after I graduated. <laughs> what uh, can you tell us what the shows were? Uh, I co-sound designed Great Expectations with Remy Bumpo and Silk Road Rising. Yeah, um, I was a dramaturg that. Yeah. And then I did, and then I moved here. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> happens to the best of us. Yeah, that's um, it. And then I also, I designed Leavings with, oh God, what was the theater company's name? Polar, Polarity Ensemble Theater, I think that was the order. It's mm-hmm. either that or Polarity Theater. Theater. I don't remember. Yeah, it was right. like a weird, uh, but it was leavings, and that was that was a really good experience, and they were really great. But it was they just didn't pay enough. Yeah, it was. I couldn't force myself to make a cold call email every five minutes for two hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and those are both storefronts in Chicago, correct? Yes, great. yes. Cool, cool, cool. Great expectations used to be one of my favorite books. Yeah. I carried it around and I said, everyone should read this. It's brilliant. 
And then I read it. I reread it as an adult and I was like, couldn't tell you what it's really about. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. When I did the show, I had not read Great Expectations uh, ever. Ever. <laughs> You're like, to this day, still have not read. Still have not read the book. Yeah. <laughs> love that. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. That's okay. You did just fine without it. Yeah. Yeah. You made it through. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. I'm limping along. Yeah. So you moved, um, you know, after this whole story, like moving from Long Island to Chicago, a lot of people would probably assume that you would have moved from Long Island into Manhattan or the city of New York. Um, Is there a reasoning why that wasn't something on your mind or... Um, when I was looking into colleges, a lot of the design programs in the city were graduate programs mm-hmm. and it was either like graduate programs or like NYU and that I cannot afford. I cannot afford NYU. It's I cannot afford the apartment near NYU <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or in like a 50 mile radius of NYU. I can't, I just couldn't do it. And it's Chicago was a little bit more affordable. Mm-hmm. And the financial aid package I got from DePaul was too good to pass up. <laughs> yeah, it was really helpful. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as an adult student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that we often ask is um, like what success means to you and like what making it means to you um, and whether you feel like you have those things or you care about them or what they might look like in the future. Um, I mean, for me, making it is just being able to like to survive and not be worried about where your next paycheck's gonna like when I was freelancing full time it was uh, it was there were days where I was just like, I don't know where I'm gonna have enough money to eat today and <laughs> Cutter and Margaret. The throw. amount of like what is yeah. this? No real thing. thing. Oh, yeah, this is what's gonna happen. Uh, it was, it was kind of a juggling act between like how much money do I have on this credit card to buy this Taco Bell, um, and now with the with the gig that I have, I have enough money to survive. Like I'm not like living it up and where like. Like you're not going to move. I'm not going to move to the first gentrifying neighborhood and take over the entire area. I just have enough money for my apartment. I have enough money to buy food. I have enough money to like have cable. Ooh. Like that's all I really need. I don't need to be making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like yeah. nor will I probably ever make hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, and now you're engaged. Yes, so now I am you engaged. Have, uh, the wedding. Yes. Now, to, God, God. Uh, to topic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, <laughs> <laughs> there was there's so much pain in yeah, your face right it's, now. It's it's a it's a trial, but uh, we're getting there slowly. Everyone keeps asking if we set a date, and it's like uh, I haven't, I can't afford to set a date yet. Mm-hmm. Soon, you're like, uh, stay tuned. Very soon, stay <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Is your fiance also an artist? Uh, no, she works at a doctor's office. Oh. She does medical billing. That yeah. sounds like a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a real smart thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
high accountability that yeah, she yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> she also, she speaks insurance for me when I cannot. <laughs> that is such a valuable yeah, skill. I don't know what a deductible is. I don't know what a copay is. I don't know what any of it is. Oh, well, some of that you should learn, but maybe she, you don't have to know. She knows what it is and that's all that matters. <laughs> she can, she like writes me out a note that's like, this is what you need to ask them. <laughs> it's like, great, amazing. that's what I'll ask them. <laughs> I feel like I have that conversation because my mom also does a lot of insurance work yeah. and I feel like she tells me at least every couple of months what all those things are and I'm just like nah you're gonna tell me what to do anyway yeah. so thanks Jenny <laughs> oh Jenny's boy. getting a lot of shout outs today yeah, yeah wow well, she's Sorry. a hot topic hey Jenny <laughs> now that you're like comfortable and surviving and everything um, is there a world in which you can do both the survival job and also designing um do you want to? Yeah, that's yeah. Good <laughs> I've been very enjoying my nine to five, but yeah. I mean, like, if there was a project that like crossed my path that was really, really cool, like I would, I would try and do it. Like, I think I would be able to have the time. With most storefront theaters, usually after five is when rehearsals and stuff right. start, so I yeah. would have the time to like go. It would just it would need to be the right project at this point because. Mm-hmm. And also, both of my computers have died, so I need to buy a new MacBook oh, wow. <laughs> before I yeah. can do any of those things. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. That's what Mark, you just yeah, had to deal I just with that. Had to buy a new laptop, yeah. and it broke my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It broke like while I was in tech and uh, needed QLab. Yep, it was great. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> living the dream. Uh, <laughs> what would that project? What might that project look like for you? Oh God, I don't know. Because the thing is that I, as a sound designer, I don't particularly like doing musicals. I prefer doing straight plays and doing stuff like that. But the other hand is I'm uh, a terrible composer. (laughs) I cannot read music. So, like, it takes me a long time to compose anything. It takes me a long time to actually, like, make it not suck. So, I don't know. It would have to be some kind of straight play with enough time for me to flail through trying to compose. (laughs) Sure, 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 sure. Is there like a theater in particular in Chicago that if they offered you anything, you would be like, yes? God, I can't think of anything offhand because I've been kind of like an arm's length from theater for like a year now. Like I have barely seen anything because I've been like getting settled to shed and like having my life and like still doing freelance things in between because I can't not work or I will lose my mind. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Also relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. My fiance is really angry at me all the time. She's like, why do you keep taking these jobs? You have enough money. <laughs> it's just like, but they asked, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I do it. So I'm still doing the Chris Kendall market <laughs> next year. Like I already have my schedule. Um, for those who might know what uh, Chris Kindle Market is, can you? Okay, yes. The Chris Kindle Market is a German Christmas festival that we set up in Daly Plaza and also Wrigley Field this year. Yeah. Yeah, bringing back party. the Wrigley one. Uh, it is mostly shops and vendors from, from Germany. Most of them are from Germany. Some of them are from around Illinois and Chicago. And they're very famous for their spice wine. The okay, glue vine. Their, um, their spice wine is really fucking good. Yeah. It's, good. Yeah, it's so good. Shout out to... Yeah. Chris Kindle Market. Thanks, Chris Kindle Market, <laughs> for your really great spice one. Non, non-spawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not spawn yet. Yes, that's true. That's accurate. <laughs> we will take a sponsorship. 
Yes, um, we- I was going to say that um, my dad just sent me an email this week um, after listening to the podcast. I think he's many episodes behind, but um, he said that if I figure out how to stop saying yes to work, to let him know because um, he is in the same situation. He is like a, yeah. a contractor, which is the business version of a freelancer. Yeah. And um, so I really uh, had a big realization of uh, I am my father this week, yeah. Uh, yeah. which happens a lot, but really hit hard this week. With that email, I can attest to that being <laughs> yeah. right next to you and and yeah. watching it all unravel of like I'm a lot like my dad. Yeah, no, I like, am. Yeah. I am too. My dad will not stop working. Like he recently had to have heart surgery and he's like climbing the fucking walls to get back to work. Like he cannot no. sit still. <laughs> You're like, Dad, for your health, I need sit you to just down. sit down for a moment, <laughs> please. I want to ask. You seem to have a sound tattoo. <laughs> I do. I do have a sound wave tattoo. Um, can you tell us about it? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, a whale song and it is from the it is one of the sound cues that I put in my last show at DePaul oh cool okay, wait, yeah it is from this you have yeah, a whale song I do have a whale song <laughs> okay okay what was the show it was Lady from the Sea oh yeah sounds really nice what's it about oh god it's an Ibsen play and I hate Ibsen but I love that play for some reason <laughs> oh. I hate Ibsen so much <laughs> wait didn't you work on that show too yeah sure did sure yeah. did wow. I was the AD yeah Oh my gosh, this is one of the whale colliding. songs, yeah. So did you get it like right afterwards? Like uh, what I got is it? it right before I graduated at DePaul. So right. it was a kind of like a yes. College. I'm finally done with college. Yeah, ten years. I was in college ten years. So you're not going to grad school? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've never seen you answer so quickly. No. <laughs> I'm done with college. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, is that the only tattoo you have? Uh, no, I have a. Charles Bukowski quote. Can you read it? What matters the most is how well you walk through the fire. And I got that when I was like 18 and I had to have a tattoo. Yeah, you're like, right it's, now. it's, this I'm is what it is. This is what nothing will mean, nothing, anything better than me than this, uh, anything yeah. more than me than this, uh, any time in my life. No, I, I might get it covered eventually. <laughs> I, I did a similar thing when I was a youth and got um, a cross tattoo on my wrist. Mm. And um, I was wrong about yeah. what would mean something to me forever. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> tough, isn't it? When you ink this shit forever on your body. So yeah, I've been, part of me is like, I. it's funny that it's there because that is such a piece of my youth. Yeah. Um, but also I've been thinking about covering it up. Yeah. I don't even think I've ever noticed it. It's very small and it was gray ink because um, it was supposed to be really sneaky because I had it um, much sooner than I was supposed to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get my next tattoo. Oh, I can't wait. I need another one, but. Uh, Are you going to get bro- another whale song? No, I'm not going to get another whale song. Okay. I want to get a Star Wars tattoo. <gasps> you should problem- get a Star Wars tattoo with a dolphin sound. <laughs> Uh, across it, the whole like thing, shooting the, the lasers. The uh, yeah, no. The problem is, I want big pieces, so it's expensive. Uh, and I, uh, don't. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saved up for this guy. For yeah, a while. I also have a branding, which is a fun fact. Oh, yeah. You have a branding. I do have a branding. I'll show you when I get off mic because it's on the back of my leg. Wow, it's my really hard to get was to. Growling as you said that, <laughs> I think that means I'm intrigued. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you feel. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, it's the Rebel Alliance. Logo from Star Wars oh, because I, I am a nerd. You nerd. are. Are you excited for the last movie coming out? I am very excited. Yeah. Super, super pumped. Super fucking I was pumped. at the uh, Star Wars celebration when they released the first teaser trailer. Oh, did you cry? A I bit? cried like an infant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to set this, set the stage. Star Wars, Yoda. 
Princess Leia. I am your father. That's what I know. Yeah, yeah that's right. You. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I have. The I'm knowledge. really proud that you understood <laughs> Star Wars. That's it. That's all you need yeah. to know. I think I I have lied to people about having seen the movies like more than one time, but I've never seen any of them. So this is me coming clean, everyone. I've never seen any Star Wars. We love a confession on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I have made many. You have made many. Here it is. Yeah, I love it. Um, I like that your whale tattoo is like kind of adjacent to your now job. Yeah, it's... I complete happenstance but it is but it works <laughs> it's just out. a slightly yeah. different whale yes can you tell us your favorite part of the show um i do really enjoy when we do beluga whale sections we don't do them a lot um because people come for the dolphins let's be for real um i would yeah but yeah i think i i think yeah me but the beluga whales are so they're so big and they're so they're just they're just great animals to watch Baby Baluga. You don't know that song? No, I do. I thought that might be your, your you, theme, uh, song. Have that. theme song that you were going to do. Yeah, I was letting it happen. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the theme song. <laughs> that's it. Uh, great. Thank you. <laughs> See you all next week. <laughs> oh. And that is my interpretation of the tattoo that Spencer has on his arm. <laughs> is that not good enough? <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for joining of us course, today, yeah. for coming all the way from Chicago yeah, and hanging out. Yeah. We love when people come from Chicago just to be on our podcast. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the only reason I came. Yeah, it's a it's popular tourist stop yeah. now. Yes, it is. <laughs> Five stars on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see the double-decker red bus come by come and it's like, this is where Set the Stage podcast is recording. <laughs> you can't tell at all because there are no... It's very homey. Yeah. They're in there. <laughs> so, Spencer, where can people find you on social media? Uh, I have a Facebook. Okay, uh, great. You don't want to be found, no, do you? No, <laughs> I don't. I also I also don't use a lot. Like, I have an Instagram. It's Half Deaf Sound Guy, but I haven't posted on it since, I think, 2017. Right. Uh and I don't know how Twitter works. Sure. I don't know anything else, really. That's, that's, that's fine. That's A-OK. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, if you're trying to find Spencer and you want to also find us, you can find us at Set the Stage Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can also send us an email. I want to hear your whale noises. I would love to hear that, amongst other things. But um, you can send us an email at setthestagepodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. We are everywhere and anywhere that podcasts are um, located. So share with your friends, share with your enemies, share with your family, share with your loved ones, share with the random people on the street. Yeah. Bring them all our way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.